What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. How do I sound? How do I look, Joe? Uh, you sound muffled. You sound like you have something over your face. I do. And you look like you have something over your face because you do have something over your face. What, are, is that technically called a gator? Gator. Yeah. I don't, I don't, if it's a face gator or a neck gator, but you can use it for everything. Yeah, I've seen those. You can do I mean, if you grew your hair out, you use it as like a do-rag. Right. You hold your dreads together. Yeah, I haven't really done all the fashion tips yet. I've, I've downloaded. You should, though. <laughs> I think in the wintertime, I'm going to put it up here and gonna slide it around. i got it's a bunch still, more coming It still out. sounds like shit, though. So it, I, it, I'm going to take it I'm off in a second. you to But the, uh, I've got a bunch more coming. It looks like you're wearing spandex pantyhose on your face. Yeah. Yeah, but not, not and they're purple. Yeah. It's a very regal color. And I, I, I had Ashley uh, acquire some uh, purple pens for me because I learned a long time ago. I thought that was a cool thing that Mr. Ferrari, that's who he'd sign all the contracts in, was purple was ink. purple ink? Yeah, because he could identify it. It was hard to get years ago or something. Or he, you know, you didn't just have those pens lying around. That sounds like an Enzo Ferrari thing. It does. What a fucking prick. Yeah. He's the reason why they got their pants beat off of them by Lamborghini for all those years. He, p- he pissed uh, but, off the Lamborghini but guy. Lamborghini never really raced like like Ferrari did. They never really. Oh, really? Race. I mean, they did, but not yeah. like they. I did. think I feel like they made cooler cars. They were interesting, like the Countach when it first came out. The non flared and non. There we go. That's better. Thank you. The non flared and non. Um, um, what do you want to call it? Flipped up wings and very air dams and stuff. The original Countach had none of that shit right, stuck it on mo- it. Very streamlined, but still Sup- very modern. Super clean, but God, that was like in the late 60s or like 71 or 2 or something. The original Countach. I feel like Countach right was now. like mid-70s. I think it was early, early. The first one, like the prototype came out of like a, a show. This uh, is, I, I just love that Kevin is sitting like here the, the and original, can do that. Yeah, it looked like that, but that's uh, yeah, that didn't have all the bullshit on the back. No, I know what you, I knew what you mean because I prefer those two. Well, there's like an in between Countach. There's like maybe like an call it like an '81 or something like that. Middle but of the middle. See years. when the prototype Lamborghini Countach came out. I think it was, I think it was actually like '69 or '70 or something. And is that Pininfarina that did that? I believe so. That's yes. The Plough Horses version. That's the what? The Plough Horses. Yeah, that Plough one's. Uh, that's too much. It's still a, a 200 mile an hour car in like 1972. Like that, uh, I don't think it was 1974, 1974 to 90. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, and I saw him in 84 when I was over there. It's nice, snuck over at the factory. It was 84. Who designed the. Oh, Bertone. That's who it was, not Pininfarina. I think it was Bertone, B E R T O N E. I think he was the designer. Well, I isn't think, that great? I think. Back in the day where you... Kevin looked that up. Oh, Kevin sorry. is looking that up. Back in the day when you had a design house, a coach building house, so to speak, <laughs> coach builders design your body, yes. and then everything else was the, the brainiac engineer types. Right. I watched um, I watched uh, Ford versus Ferrari again recently. Oh, would you, did you have pants on? Yep. Oh, really? But I uh, I committed to it. Uh, I think it was Friday, Thursday or Friday. So, oh, it's, it's on, on HBO. HBO. Yeah. yeah, now. So I went. Yeah, that's cool. Such I'm a cool movie. That. And Matt Damon just fucking kills it as Carol Shelby. He does. He does a pretty just good job. Just fucking murders it. Yep. You'd think he was like hanging out with Carol Shelby or something, or just like sitting on his grave, absorbing his energy. Well, they had plenty of uh, a video and audio. I didn't know a lot about Shelby until the movie came out. A lot of little details. You know, he flew and stuff and. 
I did not know that until yeah until the movie came out. I think it was an instructor. Yeah, he didn't fly in the during in the war. I think it was an instructor. I think he stayed stateside and was an instructor here. Oh yeah, cause scroll up, Kevin. That look at that sh- that that is too fucking much. Too many fender flares. Too many. That air dam is a little bit it fucking t- which ties into the flare. I just yeah. hate. I just hate that. That the OG is the best. Okay, well, was it, was they say bar- that the eighty nine uh, quattro valvole quattro valvole is like the nicest one. It doesn't have. It's like late eighty styling, which mm-hmm. is really late nineties styling because it's Lamborghini, <clears throat> and they. It just it. I don't know. It just looks so much better, and I I learned a lot about them um, from that uh, episode of Jay Leno's Garage. <laughs> that has a guy. I remember a few episodes ago we were talking about this. Um, this guy named, um, oh god, Matt Farah, who I've been following for probably fifteen years as like a car blogger. But now he's uh, works for Car and Driver magazine, mm-hmm. and when he hit it big, his first like it made not first, but like not made it big. Not that he's rolling in cash, but the first like big purchase he made after he came out came out of like the whole blogosphere, getting paid a thousand dollars a month to write. The first thing that he did was buy the Lamborghini Countach from the poster from his bedroom. Oh yes, that that's guy. Right. That's right. And not just like the same model. No, the actual fucking VIN number that Didn't we was talk about in that. Someone on the previous? And Cindy Crawford yeah. was part of the yes. like a famous shoot. There was a, a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of uh, posters came about and spreads in magazines and things like that. And he bought specifically that car. He tracked it down, bought it that one yeah. from the guy who had kept it and kept it. It's completely original. It has the original. Uh, uh, I think it's a Clarion deck. Yeah, Clarion. Look at yeah. that. Silver. Okay, now see what the fins. What's that not, fucking looks great, except for the. Fi- I don't like the the little fins on the top. What's the, the intake fins? Those little intake. Yeah, that the original ones didn't have those scoops. But or that is fucking like that. dope. I like that silver. So look look up uh Bertone B E R T O N E. See if he was the designer of that thing, Kevin. If you can find. Uh, but anyway, Matt Farah bought that car that he wanted, and he kept the. I like that he kept the original stereo. He's like, I can't get rid of the stereo because it was a five thousand dollar upgrade because it was the first production vehicle to come stock with a CD player. It was 1989. Wow. And it was $5,000 for the upgrade. Think about the designer. Design developer. Designer Marcello Gandini at Bertoni. Bertoni. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. We were just talking about the I Italians see. and how they... Uh, because we're not going to talk about politics. We thought, you know, because they, they had a serious lockdown when all this stuff was going on. How do they get their food? And they probably had a bunch of tomatoes and a bunch of pasta, like for eight I, years worth. They, <laughs> well, I know. mean, all you need is flour and eggs for right. pasta. So they probably could do that. They probably had chickens floating around. They probably had. They probably literally. Well, these are the kind of people who have sacks this of flour. Is, this is little. Well, this is this is a country who's been through a lot more famine and, um, you know, blown. Sure. I feel like Italy gets forgotten a lot when it comes to World War Two because we everybody knows about you know uh, Mussolini. Well, yeah, not so much that. I mean, like just the sheer destruction. Oh, yeah. Like, the only things in Rome that were protected were the ruins. Right. That was the only thing that they, like, actively protected and let everything else go and get bombed to shit. And I, I think the I think the allies said, all right, we're not going to bomb the Coliseum and crap like that, people. We're not going to. Right. And so. Italy is a much smaller area, so all of the nastiness that was directed at Italy was concentrated in, like, five big cities. Right. So that... Uh, yeah, but anyway, those people, they, they're they the country Italians, at least I know this is from Carmela and her mom and mm-hmm. a few other people I know that have that have still have family in the old country, like in Italy. Uh, they're generationally, they don't forget 
the times where they might have had famine or disease or bombed out cities, bombed out cities, World War One and World War Two, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things like that. So they don't forget Fiat those. Th- they get those around. F- <laughs> I mean, that was, they had to live through all that, which they still are. <laughs> Sorry, and the little the what are the little fucking oh, Vespas. Vespas? Those are kind of cool. I though. still I still would like a Vespa. I'd look ridiculous on a Vespa. But I don't give a fuck. There was a, my father was on a layover in Rome. Uh, we flew for the airline, and he was with a uh, co-pilot, and they went to some. You know, they all slept, and then they said, "We'll meet at uh, the cafe down there in front of the hotel, the at, Olive uh, Garden, or whatever." What, it was the all yeah, all, <laughs> Olive Garden, Rome, comma Rome. <laughs> I wonder if Olive Garden does have any uh, oh locations in Rome. So he and he made a very valuable valuable point, which I use this a lot with uh, uh, this. The guy is was kind of my father was flying with on that trip. He said he's kind of a, a designer, philosophical guy. He said Rome, right? This has it, and they could kind of see the Colosseum in the background. They could see other stuff going on. There's all this stuff going on. And they said this has is perfect setting because it it has every single sense covered and that's that's what you need for an event or a venue or a thing oh yeah we've talked about this yeah. you have your sight sound, sound t- and t- the smell taste or the cafe smell yeah. and all this stuff everything is taken care of because every sense you think about that you're doing right now you're seeing this nice white tablecloth and the people coming you know what everything has got it has got it to the max you know it's like this is nice that's nice this sounds nice that looks nice this is everything is just up here you've somewhere. got all the good stuff yeah so that's kind of makes a cool. Can you look and see, Kevin, if there's any Olive Gardens in uh, in Italy? <laughs> this reminds me of you getting a taster of Bud Light at that. <laughs> at that, at that. Hey man, if if I'm gonna go to a, a very small like nano brewery slash microbrewery, and they have Bud Light on tap, on tap, in addition to their other beers, I'm gonna fucking try it. He didn't even say anything. He goes, "Hey, can I get a taster of Bud Light?" And I went, "I kind of did." Oh. I looked over at Joe and I get went, the fuck out of here. They do have a Olive Garden in is there one? Oh my god. Is this for the There's g- only one in Rome or is that all over Oh, it's Rome, Georgia. You jack <laughs> you fucking <laughs> uh, folks, I was just looking up at the screen and I was like, Joe's about to have a heart attack. I, I fucking was. I was like, oh, it's for all the American tourists to come over there and well, don't they have any real Italian restaurants? Yeah, over do here? we have any real where can I get some Alfredo and some free breadsticks? <laughs> Oh God! You know what though? Like I shit talk Olive Garden like crazy, but Olive Garden is like, it's it's kind of like those tacos you get from uh, from Jack in the Box. Yeah, they're not really tacos. What no, they, they're not. What they are is fucking delicious and amazing, especially at three a.m. Right when you're drunk. Yeah, they're but, not. So but they're not. Olive, that's what Olive Garden is. You're right. Olive Garden is delicious, but it's. I wouldn't call it Italian food. No, it's just some kind of. They should call it something else that's really ingenious. I, I'm trying to remember. I think I had a drunken conversation with like, a bu- like I was outgunned in the cooking realm of this conversation just because of who I was sitting there talking to. Because it was like, it was Tyson, Carmela, Car- uh, Denise, Carmela's mom, and somebody else. Some someone else, She's a chef. And I can't think of her name. Uh, it might have been Yash from Yashka from... Uh, um, from Matinas. But anyway, I, I was the one with the least experience. You know me. I'm a pretty decent cook. Like, I know my shit. Sure. I was way outgunned with these people. And they're like, Carmela even said, she's like, I have to say, their Zuppa Toscana is actually really good. It's not traditional, but it's delicious. And it has kind of the same flavors. And I'm like, I can't. I couldn't back off that. The, 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 I'm like, I'm just judging you. I don't think I've ever uh, had it there. I've been to Olive Garden and 
since I moved from Atlanta. I I mean, I, I don't remember the last time I went there. I remember going there all the time with friends like, well, it's cool. We're going to go to Vegas. Now we're going to Olive Garden. Sweet. <laughs> I don't know what my problem is. I remember going a fair know, bit there. there. There was It wasn't too far away from the shop I had, and people would always go, hey, man, let's go to the Because it was, you know, lunch specials you get a whole shitload of salad and all these breadsticks or soup or something yeah you, whatever you, it was. basically it was it was bottomless salad breadsticks and soup yeah which is a great deal yeah like what 10 bucks or something something or? like that and it's like i'll be the first to fucking judge somebody for going to olive garden but god damn it i will absolutely also be one of the first people in line and be like you know what sounds good Fucking Olive Garden breadsticks dipped in olive gardens alfredo sauce which is something <laughs> i discovered from a friend of mine when we went to olive garden one time and he's like yeah, can I get a little uh, side of the uh, Alfredo sauce? And they're like, sure. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, they bring them out of this little cup. Mm-hmm. Like the half soup serving, you know? Sure, thing? yeah. Full of just the Alfredo sauce. And he's just dipping his breadsticks kind of in Italian that. the Italian like, version gross. of getting flour warm uh, tortillas with a cheese dip or something. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. It really is. Yeah. It, it really is, except that that's a sauce that's meant to be, that. like the amount that he ate was the amount for like four pasta dishes. There you go. It was pretty amazing. It was impressive. Some would say they don't actually so have. Do they have any international locations? Olive Garden locations, Kevin? Kevin's running a state. Oh, does Kevin know that he wasn't at one of our episodes recently? Oh, yeah. We we did an off-the-cuff. What was it? Oh, it was the Orgasmo one. When we when I made you watch Orgasmo, oh, we recorded right. a little bit and then went and watched Orgasmo. It was like a Saturday or something. Stuntcock! So, so fucking funny. United States, Brazil, Canada, El Salvador, uh, UAE. United Arab Emirates. Thank you. Uh, Kuwait, Mexico, and Panama. Panama? That's a weird combination of countries. There's a a lot. Like, if you read that list of countries that are currently at war with somebody, that doesn't make any sense. That's a a weird fucking list. Nothing in Europe, I don't think we saw. Nothing in Europe, probably because they they would just get laughed out of Europe. Well, Maybe. There's a ton of there. I, you know, that's one of those things. that's like you talk to European tourists. That I mean, there's there's bars all over Europe that if you go there and order a Budweiser, you're paying twelve, fourteen euro. You're paying double because they have the European it's an import Budvar or whatever. That's actually yeah, the, yeah, Budvar. I think is I think Budvar is what it's called everywhere else, but here here it's called Czechvar. Okay, I think. I know who's going to correct me on it is Josh Gagno. Big mm-hmm. shout out to the man who keeps me in check. But uh, it's a uh, it's good beer. It's not like our Budweiser here kind of thing. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, similar enough. It just doesn't have any uh, uh, rice. Or corruption. or <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It is rice beer, isn't it? Yeah, Budweiser's rice beer. Wow. That whole restaurant group was insane. I didn't know those were all owned by uh, the same company that does Olive Garden. Olive Garden, Cheddar's Capital, Longhorn. Uh, oh, long or Bahama they're, Breeze, but they're, but they're done house. now, right? Yeah, we had we had Bahama yeah. Breezes in Atlanta, also all over the place. Uh, if you could, people always talk about this town. You know, we need an olive. You know, that's what, what's the other big one they want? An Olive Garden, Red and Lobster, Red Lobster. Those are the two big ones. That's right. fucking ridiculous. You know what? Cheddar biscuits, bro. Okay, but if I hate cheddar biscuits, what? I just don't. What? I'm just what? No, nope, what? What? How? How can you? I How? don't like the cheddar bit. We've had this discussion. I don't remember this because I don't. I I don't remember ever thinking I didn't want to be friends with you. I I know. I'm sorry. 
You know, look, but the if airport to... authority fight, the fucking <laughs> fighting with you about various other shit, you being giving me too much tough love sometimes. <laughs> like, those aren't deal breakers but in a now, friendship. But now that I found out that you don't like the, the cheddar biscuits at Red Lobster, from Let's Red Lobster look at them. Kevin has pictures of there. There's three pictures. Look, I want to put stuff on my biscuit, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer my biscuits unfettered and it, unfucked with. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do like Ron White's take on biscuits? <laughs> Something like that. I want to put stuff on the biscuit. I don't want the biscuit to arrive with stuff already on it. But here's the question on the table, though. I, <laughs> that's right. I want to, <laughs> I will put, I will supply my own labor and put my own effort into putting my, dressing up my biscuit. This is not code for anything, Joe. I Still. feel like it is. I want to know what your biscuit's name is and how long have you guys been going out? <laughs> no, you, uh, you I just, ah, they're just, so good. I like, just, I, don't. I, 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 just I, they're every, they're everything good. They're they're savory. They are a little bit sweet because they're uh, drop biscuits, so they got a little bit of honey in them. Just not gonna. I guess a true Southern it. boy wouldn't understand what fucking Yankees do oh, when they eat yeah, seafood. No. I, I and I understand that. But I understand. The, but, do you want me to speak slower so you understand what Cheddar Bay biscuits are? <laughs> the question on the table is: I know you wouldn't pick Red Lobster or Olive Garden, but if you had to pick a chain. And it's not something. If I had to pick a chain to get Italian it, food and would, a no, chain no, to get seafood, no, that would be it, here. It would, it would, we're going to bring it to Kingman, and you're going to you're going to run with this flag up the hill. And this is your this is going to be your big. If I had to pick a chain to to you could get to come to Kingman that has restaurant, good food restaurant. Well, yes, food that you would want that you think would honestly actually, just because it was up there and part of the same restaurant group is Yard House. Okay. 100, 100 plus beers on tap, all on tap. But that's kind of a esoteric. And, it's a, most people like the average. You let me finish. Go ahead. Have you ever eaten any food at Yard House? Yes, I think it's we have. all fuck. We we have. It's yeah. all stellar, and it's all it's like elevated. Like, I agree. Like upscale bar food. All right, I'm gonna modify so my that. question then. Fine. For the average, you know, for the gentry, the you know, gentry, the, the, the gentry, the, the, the common clay the of the common, new west, the commoner. <laughs> <laughs> The common clay of the New West. What what restaurant? You know, but it would be something as simple as Waffle House, or would you go a little? Would you go? A little, I I would absolutely. I put it this way: if you gave me the choice between a Yard House, a an Olive Garden, or, a, gonna, a, or a Red Lobster, I know you're not going to go for Olive Garden or Red Lobster. It's going to be a Waffle House because you can do five Waffle Houses, and then everybody gets to enjoy it instead of the people who can afford. To pay for a Red Lobster once a month, maybe. Oh, I see. You mean the cost of one yeah. Red Lobster equals five Waffle Yeah, the, the community, I think, would benefit more by having five Red Lobsters than one of those other fucking things. But, right, so, so but if I had to choose, like, I don't know, like a chain like that, it would be... Um, actually, I'd probably choose Macaroni Grill. That's not a bad or one. Or even Cheesecake Factory, because even though I hate Cheesecake Factory, just right. because... Uh, What's that? Yeah, uh, yes, they have like a ninety-page yeah. menu, which I, means they don't do anything really, they have really well. All these, just g g give me f Applebee's instead of Chili's. You're right. Yeah, dude. give me give me five things. Is your mic not on, Kevin? I don't think it is. Hey, hello. I don't remember which one it is. What's the number say? There? Oh, I can't turn it on. I can't turn it on while we're recording. You think I know that about this? Because uh, we've had this board for like three fucking years. That's but, good. Now it's gonna just push it out of the uh, way. So that's good. We anyway. Uh. We'll uh, turn yeah, it back have, on. Yeah, they well, have, let me take a break. We can turn them. Turn yeah, back of course. On. Okay. 
Uh, when we when we come back from break, heaven will be turned on. Yes. Be like Jamie here in the background. We can't hear what he's saying, so it infuriates you. Exactly. Right. But we have better microphones. So, no, we don't. We don't. We're set up pretty, pretty nicely, though. We are. Look at all those fucking things. What is that from? Is that Yard House? Mm-hmm. Poke nachos. Anyway. Um... I mean, if I had to choose, it'd probably be like something like macaroni grill or yeah, that's that's a kind of tier that I was thinking of. Not, nothing super fancy and nothing right. you know, nothing like waffle. Well, yard house isn't all that fancy, but I I understand what you mean. Um, that's more it's uh, Red Lobster, Olive Garden. What's a what's a Applebee's. macaroni grill category? Also, fast casual. No, I know, but what would it be like? What would be another that type of restaurant? Applebee's, Max and Irma's. I think it's nicer than Applebee's. Macaroni grill is. You think so? Yeah. Uh, they let you color on the table. Yeah. They have paper on the table you can color on. It's not that nice. Okay. I think it's still nice. They have a know. paper tablecloth. All right. Oh, I would like, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, I, everybody's going, oh, great. What's the, like, uh, what's the, god damn it, the Australian steak place? Don't say it. Not on this podcast. I know you're going to hate no. me. No. God damn it, Paul. <laughs> you take your blue. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't want you to say it, Kevin. <laughs> you take your blooming onion and shove it up your dick hole, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Look, that would be something. No. I think I have okay no. steak. They don't have okay steak. Okay, they don't. This then. is beef country, Paul. You need to fucking love it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, no. What they do is insulting to fucking beef. It's fucking bad. All right, fine. I'm just trying to think of another. Yeah, shit cuts of meat performed by people who kind of don't know what they're doing very quickly, and it's usually fucking frozen. It's horrible. It's not good. Do they still have TGI Fridays around? Uh, you know what? TGI Fridays would be kind of cool just because of the 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 vast array of drinks. Yeah, oh, they got a massive. It, yeah, yeah. They, they have, have a, a, something <laughs> called a banana something. It's really good, like a frozen. It's banana It's like a drink. banana blowjob taint tickler or some it shit. Is, like it's yeah. fucking, it's, and it feels like great. both of those things. Because the frozen banana drink at TGI Fridays. It's called, I forget what it's called. TGI Fridays. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with the TGI Fridays. I guess. Houston's. Uh, How about Houston's? I've never been to a Houston's. Uh, Culver's would be kind of cool because they have really good burgers. You'd I thought, be. A, I thought we're supposed to have a Culver's coming here. Oh, we do have a Culver's coming. I, I guess it's supposed well, to be. Supposedly. Now that all the restaurants are closed down for good, we're gonna have a problem with. Chocolate monkey. It's called a banana okay, split. That is not the drink. I've never had a chocolate monkey. <laughs> I just, I just have, it's not called, banana something, something banana. You may not touch my monkey. There's another banana drink. Maybe, Fun, they, the maybe, they, monkey? maybe, maybe they changed the menu. No. Maybe it's been 20 years since you went to TGI it's Fridays. It's been a while. Basic That bitch. was always a place where I'd meet, meet women to, of course uh, it was. for a date thing. Let's go to TGI Fridays first and then we'll figure it out. And then if you like each other, you know. Move on to something else, to another fun bar, Irish pub. Drink some, bring some pints. Throw some, throw some darts. That's sounds like a good time. Yeah. Why don't you have a dartboard? That's a very good question. <clears throat> you should. Wait, the what? tropical runner? Nope. Banana, crushed pineapple. Oh, I already you had me a pineapple, crushed pineapple and banana. Anyway, we can have a dartboard I, upstairs, George. When that gets, that would be a great place up there. Be plenty of room up there to have it. Bahama breeze would be cool. I'd be okay with one of those. Uh, okay, um, I'm right. trying to remember. Uh, do you know? Honestly, it would be I've never been to one, but it just sounds uh, like so much. Bahama Breeze has like conch fritters and stuff like that. I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I didn't want to get conch fritters in in the desert, but I'll do it. I know you take one for the team. You'll. I'll eat your fritters. You'll. you'll, Okay. (laughs) You'll eat my. I'll eat my fritter. (laughs) I'm gonna butter your biscuit. Song that's not cheddar. What is? Oh God, I can't. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm going to make them, and I'm going to force you to fucking eat one. You're just going to throw them at me when I walk in your door? Yeah, with some honey butter, like whipped honey butter. Right. Fucking asshole. Oh, Cheddar Bay Biscuits. They, well, yeah, well, they love you, so get the fuck out of All here. All right. Gotta Jesus love and I love you, Paul. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Uh, there's another chain, like uh, Dave & Buster's. I've never been to a Dave and Buster's, but it sounds well, like just, a blast. It's just games, is right? What it is mainly. It's games and food. booze and food. Like sure. it doesn't get much better than that. It is. Yeah. You have a huge. Do they have one in Vegas? Yeah. They probably do. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. They probably have other places in Vegas that are like Dave and Buster's. I would imagine. Right? Game works. Top golf is way. Top. Yeah. I've never done top. Not golf. all of us has top golf money. There, Danville's Arian. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I've never done top golf. That sounds like a lot of fun, though. I think Top Golf would be it would break me. I is would have a, to I would have to rob Peter to pay Paul just to pay fucking. No. So Vegas is uh is open per se, right? Yeah, for now. Okay, but I mean you have to still kind of wear a mask when you're walking around and stuff. I think you have to wear a mask. I, I think no in idea. any anywhere where you're confined. I don't think you have to wear them outside. I'm not sure though. Well, you were there recently. Uh, yeah, but I no, I all I did was go to the airport and I went to the mall and then I went to Buffalo Wild Wings because ah. A Buffalo Wild Wings would actually be not bad. I'd be okay with that, like for chains, because... I thought they were well, going to have one here. There was rumors have it. I heard there was going to be a Buffalo Wild Wings I had Wings heard here. one, but then they... Well, that was a million years ago, but then they built one in Bullhead. And Buffalo Wild Wings, unless there's a certain population density, they don't, they're like Target. They don't go within like 40 miles of Okay, so Buffalo Wild Wings is a sports club or sports bar. Um, yes. So would that, what you, would that be a thing that would be important? Yeah, I'd be okay with that okay. because they almost always carry local beer on tap. Right, they uh, like everyone I've ever been to had some sort of local craft beer on tap, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But you could also like your you had your Bud Miller and Coors products, so that everybody's kind of satisfied. <clears throat> and honestly, like their food's pretty good. Like I've never had anything but their wings. Yeah, in fact, I, you know it's funny. Like I did their Blazing Challenge a handful of years ago, probably twelve years Just ago, to or make something. Your, make your lips catch on fire, kind of thing. Uh, no, I prepared. I I actually brought out a little mini tub of Vaseline and put it all around, like I mean, all around my mouth. I mm -hmm. looked like I was headed to prison for five years. Like it was everywhere. Yeah. And um, <laughs> ate a banana, and then did and ate. Does the banana my, calm your stomach or something? Is that what you're? Yeah, the fat because bananas are they're pretty fatty. Yeah. And uh, capsaicin is soluble in fat, which okay. is why drinking like. Milk or heavy cream or ice cream helps with the. So what the is pain. the challenge? How many or what's I, the? God, I'm trying to remember. I think it was six wings. Oh, it was oh, just oh, a that, half a dozen six wings. The problem in 10 is minutes. just so fucking hot. But That's you have, but for ten, it's yeah, they're so fucking hot. So for ten minutes, is it twelve wings? Yeah, it's twelve wings. Never mind, it's twelve wings. So it's a dozen wings in ten minutes, which is easy. But the thing is, is that which I had no problem. I think I got I got all twelve wings down in three minutes, something like that. I know the restaurant that I would like here. It's when I go to Scottsdale occasionally when I go down there, which is a chain. This one chain is a Papado. Oh, Papado, yeah. Now I don't know if a Papado can make it here. Buffalo Wild Wings can make it here. I don't know if a Papado. I don't think Papado could make it here just because it's all. It's, it's not cheap. Well, yeah, there's not a single like cheap menu. <gasps> oh, Carabas. Okay, that's a good one. Carabas could work here. Yeah, that's a good one. We should reach out to Carabas and be like, hey, buy right. one, get one free happy hour. What's Tell Marley, up? Marley advertising for him on the show. Absolutely. Oh, like, you already we, got our advertising. We're going to drum up support for you locally. <laughs> Before you show up. If if a Carabas came here, it would be unfucking touchable for probably six months. It would be like when In-N-Out opened with up. With this stupid fucking virus going on, do you think anybody's going to want to invest into a brand new restaurant 
in not just Kingman. I mean, I in think smaller areas right now. Bigger restaurant groups have already spent that money, which is why Human Bean is still being built and presumably Culver's and things right, like that. Right, that, that was already on their books. It's already they, done. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know. Well, I mean, but right now they're not going to decide in July of I'm 2020. Probably oh, not going to decide to do a new one for next year or something like that. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't fucking work for Probably so. Yeah. I don't have an international finance degree, so All I right. have no idea. We don't have to worry about that kind of market. <laughs> Has your business taken a dip? No. No. No, he said I, I No, I, I really thought it was going to straight away. I Initially, yeah. I thought because flight schools, airlines, we do a lot of flight school stuff, and the airlines aren't going to be needing any pilots. You know, so it's going to really hit us pretty, you know, everyone's just going to put the brakes on everything, and that hasn't happened. Well, our three main things in here right now are not for the airline training, but they were they were already kind of bought during the very beginning of it and i was worried they were going to pull the plug and they didn't and they're sending me parts and they want to keep going so right I, don't, on. I don't know if that just means they have money and they don't care i don't know what that means but i was i'm waiting for a shoe to drop the, it it might be a delay you might, this, might be, the yeah. pandemic might have calmed down and, and over with and then all of a sudden that's when everybody starts breathing and then they're like okay I, well we don't need that much work done i know anyway. a good handful of airline pilots that have not flown for months and they're going to be Probably not flying because they're, say, a handful of years from retiring and yeah. the airlines are trying to play let's make a deal where they, they buy them out. You know, they, they don't, they've got pretty strong unions. So they don't just, they don't fire them. Right. You know, they have retirements and that kind of stuff too. So look, we'll just, we'll pay you 75%, let's say, or something like that of the rest of your salary, the rest of the time you'd be working here normally and just will cash you out. Oh. And a lot of guys just go, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because they get to retire a handful of years early. And they'll do something else. They'll they'll figure something else out. They'll have a chunk of money, and they'll do another business or something maybe. like, Or they'll just fly around their gliders or their little Piper Cubs and stuff and just kind of fart around. Right on. But a lot of guys really miss it. You know, they could, it's their life. You know, they, they miss the people. It's not, it's the flying, but they miss going to work and traveling around. And yeah, their whole life is built around you know, doing this thing. Flying to new cities. It it's not a bad gig. You get to fly to new cities and, right. and check out another hotel. And, and I mean, you know, fly to Rome. Sure. Go to Olive Garden. <laughs> Find a Rome, Georgia. You got, got me you got me good on that one, fucker. You got me real good. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I could see some like cheap 121 Ameri- peach tree and I'm like that's not fucking in, in Rome. I could Italy. see I could see a cheap airline pilot which they sometimes are bringing like a punch card to Olive Garden in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> one more punch and I get a free set of breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> on that pilot money. Hey, let's take a break. All right. All right, fine. we'll be back and I'll turn Kevin on. Good. Call up Trudy on the telephone. Send a letter in the mail. Till I'm hung up in Dallas. They won't let me out of this jail. Big fine fancy townhouse in Dallas 
Let's go to Atlanta. Wait a minute. I just thought of a good idea. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> going to Atlanta was a bad idea. Okay, go no, on. To put a pin in that. I want to go and talk to the CDC and see if it, it's just a bunch of fucking faking assholes that aren't really doctors. They don't know what they're talking about. It's a conspiracy. About? The CDC is just a, 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 a cardboard building 
and it's a front. Oh, yeah, we can go there. I've driven right by control. the CDC. I've seen the building. Although I don't, I can't tell you it's cardboard or not because I haven't gone in. It might right. be Did cardboard. you touch the outside of no, the building? No, it could Is be it, cardboard. It could be all right. Press board, maybe. Press board. Most. Press board, maybe. Uh, we are kind of. Think about this. What if instead of wearing like a gator? Or a mask. We just put like a, a, a pop screen right in front of everybody. It's like like a thing coming around like like this. Just one giant pop screen. <laughs> or pop filter. What is it called? A pop, pop filter. filter. Yeah. And because uh, right now we're about five feet apart maybe. Yeah. So we're not six. But we have a pop filter in front of us. So it's kind of stopping so the. So it's kind of. That's not. Kind of stopping the spit. That's not. I don't think that's. It I mean is it is. Stopping the spit. But you could have, have a thing coming around like a big. Could look like a big antenna coming up. And then put like this. <laughs> would just be so, so ridiculous. Yes, it would be. Uh, Atlanta. There we go. Because you want to, because you asked about Run the Jewels and Killer Mike. And we're, yeah, well, because I listened to the shit out of Run the Jewels last night, like their new, uh, the new album, RTJ4, which is so impressively good. I, I just keep listening to it. I'm like, I've only heard one, one cut from it. So I just I need you to get on board. Okay. okay thank you. Really? Please. The the ship is leaving the harbor. Come on. Please. They're, they're pulling away the dock. Just We're going on an adventure. Like, come on, let's go, Gaines. Come with us. <laughs> um, He's like, no, I'm just going to sit here and listen to Waylon Jennings and 90s hip hop. That's it. <laughs> so uh, you said, hey, we talked, we're talking about barbershops. That's what we we're talking well, about. Well, I want to go to Atlanta and visit. I want to go there with you and and because of all the place you've told me about and you're, you know, you're Southern boy, you're, you're, you're local. Kind you of, know yeah. all the cool fucking joints. I know it's been like 10 years since you've lived there. Oh, more wow, than that. Yeah. But like if we went to Ohio, it's been 20 some odd years since I've lived there. We go to Ohio. It's going to be sad. Show you the fucking I'm going to drive around and go to all the great places I used to go to and they're all going to be not there. That's cool. Then they're we can be, just fall back on Waffle House. <laughs> there's where the best Irish pub in Atlanta was. Now it's a 50 story high rise. It's not even there anymore. You know. It's yeah, a, but like the cool shit is still there. Like we can go down to the Marietta Square. And that's fucking, that's and still and all there. that shit. Yeah. Like Johnny McCracken's which would be kind of cool. But we were talking about. But my, uh, I have a friend that lives out there at my my other friend Paul lives in, in uh, where the fuck does he live? Outside of Gainesville, North, not Norcross, um, Gainesville, Gainesville. Thank his ad his address is technically Gainesville, but he's like five miles outside the city limits or some shit like that. So the uh, so we should go get our haircut at Killer Mike's place. Is that what you want? Yeah. To do? yeah so what's Killer Mike's barbershop? Is it called the Swag Shop? Is that what that is? I don't want to go to the Swag Shop. Is that really what it's called? I feel like it would be better than that. Don't say that Killer Mike called his place the swag shop. Fucking hope not, man. Anyway, doesn't matter. If if it is the swag shop, I'll fucking go. I don't care because it's Killer and Mike. Then I, and then I said, what about the restaurant? And Joe goes, what do you mean? What?" I said, Killer Mike's got a restaurant. I didn't know Killer Mike had a restaurant. And it's Killer Mike and T.I., like the right. rapper. Right. They have a restaurant together, and we looked at their menu. There's only like 10 things on the fucking Which menu. Is perfect. And that and I, when I say 10 things, I mean, that includes sides. Right. Like the, the sides were like, what did it say? Coleslaw, fries, pie, and a it didn't drinks. Like, Include the drink, drinks. A drink. <laughs> That's it. Right. Uh, I was like, was oh yeah. Like what kind a, of what kind of Coke would you like? It was like, I'll take uh, strawberry water, please. It's like uh, Kevin said though. It's like legit Southern sort of seafood. Yeah, like really Southern seafood place. What did they call the the hush puppies? Kevin trap trap cakes or? trap cakes <laughs> trap cakes. <bruh. laughs> That'd be I, great. I yeah. I want to get a haircut. Killer trap Mike's cakes. place and get some trap cakes at the seafood restaurant. Uh, Bankhead, yeah. And Joe goes, hey, so what's Bankhead? I went, oh, Bankhead. Yes, that's a that's a good area in Atlanta. I mean, it really was one of those areas. You, If you were our age, young, growing up, junior high school, high school, you just didn't really go hang out in Bankhead 
area because you're a white kid and you get the shit kicked yeah, out of you, kind something of like that. Yeah. Yes, it would not. Or you're, where you you're went. Yeah, well, your scaredy pants, white scaredy yes. pants, white parents were like, "Don't go there, you'll get shaken down." But now we but would, truly now we just went to went there and it was like, "Oh, these people are kind of poor, just like I am." I used to drive through it a lot because it was a there was a way to get to this one industrial area where I used to buy this structural foam stuff I used to use for one of our trailer production things. Anyway, so I'd go through this Bankhead Highway and go right down there, and I was definitely the only white person for 20 minutes. You know, on this which one is road. which didn't bother me. No, I'm just it, like, it, 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 to me, that's where you go to get good food. It's absolutely. like it, like the uh, uh, Kili'i, I think is the name of the neighborhood. It's like uh, right next to the airport in Honolulu. Is like there the is. is the really really kind of poor area of Honolulu, but there's like four or five restaurants there that are like world renowned for being uh, Kevin, like just amazing. Kevin, shit. scroll back to that map. What is that highway? I can't read it with my. There we go. Oh, that's not M. highway. That's M. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that's a metro. Oh, thank you. Bankhead, Jefferson. Okay, Marietta Street. That's not Marietta. That's just Marietta Street. So, anyway, for you, those of you at home, and literally oh, anybody oh. else who's not in the studio right now, yeah, I want to see a bigger map. I want to see a bigger like where it is. All right, go ahead. Uh, anyway, I, I just I, I I it would be kind of cool. Atlanta Atlanta's too big of a city for me to ever even consider living within a hundred miles of. It's crazy. It's it crazy. absolutely crazy. It's 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 insane to me how big it is and for how long. There was like uh, I think the metro area when I first moved there had like two million people somewhere close to that. Now it's got. Metro A's got like six or seven. That's wow. Or something. It's amazing. I so uh, there's Atlanta. This, this is a great radio. Yeah, everybody's super stoked about listening to this, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Regardless, if you guys go to Atlanta, go to Bankhead. So if you can pull out. Oh. <laughs> pull out, Kevin. Oh, he's going in and out. No, I'm not ovulating, Kevin. You go ahead and keep it in there, buddy. Uh, oh, look, he angled it. Oh. So now we're looking north towards Marietta. That's 75 on the right-hand side. Is that right? These highways and stuff <laughs> off to the right? Anyway. Paul's there reminiscing. So anyway. Like industrial areas. See what I'm saying? Okay. All right. So there it is. Any fucking way. We're going to go to Atlanta sometime. I'm going to figure this I out. Want, I have a friend out that, that lives in Atlanta or outside of Atlanta that I haven't seen in about 10 years. We've been friends for over 20 years. He's one of the first friends I ever made here. And... Uh, I've seen the guy go from just being kind of tossed out of the Coast Guard to several years of various addictions and get clean and sober. And now he's together with a with a woman. They have two. They have one kid biologically together, and he's Who raising her first kid. It's my friend Paul. Oh, I- other friend Paul. The, the, uh, what do you call it? The conservation of Paul's? Paul's, yeah. Because about the time that you moved out here is when he moved to... Atlanta. I got like a, I got a memo. I got, I got a, I got a, uh, a wire. They're like, in. it's time for ca- you to get out. A cable, a cable came over. We got a new Paul coming in. Old Paul's got to go. Yep. And you're like, all right, I'm retiring to Kingman. Yep. Uh, anyway, and I've been, I tried to go out and see him for that Sweetwater 420 Fest, like that big, oh, that, that was going to be our big festival. thing this year. That was going to be a, a travel thing for me for sure. And I was going to spend, you know, a week with my mom and two weeks out or a week out there. And then COVID happened. So I, I, I'm going to try and make it up to him in the fall. Um, cause he was there like when my daughter was born and all that shit. Like I, he's been around a lot. So, but I also, because of you, I want to, I, I know a, a lot more about that area. And I want to see a ton of cool shit, but I'm not going in the summertime. Uh, I'm going to wait till the leaves change because I, I'm, I'm too fat to handle that fucking humidity. So Labor Day is like the first what Monday weekend, whatever in, uh, first Monday September. in September. That's not cool enough. You gotta, uh-huh. you gotta go in October, October or November. That's it. 
Maybe. Although I'd kind of like to be there in like February if they get those the freak snowstorm that happens to Atlanta every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, it gets cold as shit. <laughs> and in February people freak sometimes. the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you do that. They don't have the infrastructure to deal with it. I, I used to be one of those anything. people that made fun of those folks freaking out. But then Tim Schritter explained to me, because I didn't know anything about road work or ro- like laying down road, that when you build a road, there's sp- specific materials and specific ways that you build roads for drainage. And for, for you know, if you're, if you're way up north in the Dakotas, you know, or southern Canada, your road surface is different than say here in Arizona because six months, seven months out of the year, they could have snow and ice and sleet and whatnot. So you build you build the roads specific to that. In theory, it has to so whatever survive it better or whatever. Survive it and it gives you better conditions and whatnot, like the 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 uh, grit, so to speak, the mm-hmm. grip mm-hmm. of the surface is different. I had no idea that they that, that I just thought asphalt was asphalt. I had no fucking idea. So when I was you know like ten years ago or something, Atlanta got a you know freak snowstorm, three four inches of snow, which is three or four inches of snow fucking shuts this town down. We've had big amounts there. I lived there many many years, and we had several different times, seven or eight or ten inches of snow a few times. But that's not really the problem. It's not snow. It's what happens is of course it snows and then it gets slushy and then it freezes overnight and then right and then it's just fucking yep. ice. And then people that's and the people problem. don't know how to handle that. Ice is not snow is not hard to really drive in if you just go a little slower and your car still behaves the same. Right. But ice is just like, eh, we're sliding now. Here we are. We're just we're but just along for the ride. The best know? case scenario though is you get snow on like a Monday. Right. Right. People drive on it, it freezes. Tuesday morning, you have more grip because it's like driving on sandpaper. Uh, that's the best case scenario because when it refreezes and stays frozen all day long, it doesn't go back to slush because true. it's not sheets of ice. It's super rough and you know right, what I mean? Right. At least for a bit. Uh, but that's also, that's not prime sledding conditions, man. That's how you break a fucking arm. But if I were to go to Atlanta to visit, if I said, okay, you've got to visit, it would be somewhere. It wouldn't be September. That's not, that's not, no, it would be, or the end of September. Right. October can be miserable sometimes, but it'd be for sure October or November or April, because that's when the dogwoods come out. And that's when the 420 festival is. No, it's in April. That's what I said. Is that April. what you said? Or no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to smell dogwoods because I won't smell them. I'll just sneeze the entire time. The best time to visit Atlanta is from March to May, when you can take advantage of mild weather while enjoying the city's concerts and outdoor activities. That's a lot of concerts for sure. It used to be. Damn it. <laughs> So sad. It is. The life is different. It's fucking depressing, man. It is like depressing. I just want shit to do. Fuck's sake. Yep. All I have to do is stupid podcast. I'm trying. Stupid. What I really miss the most, actually, and people are still doing this, but I'm I'm a little hesitant, and people are. I mean, we're getting spikes right now. It's like, what the fuck do you do? We talked about this before. For a while, before there's we two schools of thought. Out. You can you can go at home and just be a right. homebody, or you can go out and just probably get and probably catch it. Well, because everybody's probably going to catch it at some point if you're not a cave person. But if I caught it, I don't know what would happen. Maybe I've already caught I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. Am I going to fucking die? I don't want to die right now. I got, un- I got shit to do. That's the big unknown, if man. If I got sick and it hurt a little bit, okay, I'll live with it. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, as you say, live with huge well, amounts of lung damage. For wildly, it. it's a wide range of what happens to people when they catch it. So, like, it, you, like we, and the demographics, like, it just bucks the trend for all the different demographics. Like there's, I have there's a woman I work with. She's like twenty. Eh, I, she might be like thirty. She's a well, we'll say around thirty without offending her because she has a handful of kids. But I think she started young like me. 
she got it. She was one of the first people I know to get it. Most likely caught it at the hospital because she's a nurse. And she was out for three weeks, three and a half weeks. And um, I she didn't say breathe it like it felt like it, she was breathing glass like a like your your whatever Sister's your, ex. your yeah former oh. brother in law I guess yes. Uh, but when I mentioned that to her the other day, she goes, "That's a perfect way of describing." It. I never thought about that because she said it felt like when you. Um, it felt like she had breathed in the hottest hot sauce you could possibly imagine and got it into her lungs. Hmm. And so it was just like, and and that would, it would make her sweat. She got out of breath, like getting up out of bed to go to the bathroom. And she's like, and, and just gave me like this brutal kind of very, she's like, I don't, I hope I don't gross you out. I'm like, I've known you for 10 years. You're not going to gross me out. She's like, I would sit down to go pee and I would sit there and rest for five or ten minutes before I stood up to walk back to the the bedroom to lay back That's down and go back gross. to sleep. Why is that gross? Well, because she was just sit, talking about sitting on the toilet, like oh, it was okay. just like not, just not proper, I guess. Okay. In in casual conversation, and I'm like, God damn, that fucking sounds. So she horrible. was she was exhausted from the action of peeing or walking to the toilet, still trying to recover. Both. Wow. All of it. Okay. She's like, I would shower every third day just because it took everything out of me. She's like, I would take a shower. Wash myself properly, shampoo, conditioner, all that stuff, and then I would go to bed and sleep for three more hours I, because I it told took you, it out I, of me. I know someone I learned today who this person has it in town, works for the county, and yeah. she said that uh, it was like 10 o'clock or something like that, and I said, hey, could you go do the... So we're going back and forth some some stuff. She was looking up for me as a favor or whatever it was. She goes, I, I can't do it right now. She goes, I'll, I'll do it later today, I promise. And I went, all right, cool. And I didn't really say anything, but she came back and said, I, I can't, you know, because, you know, I, she just told me she said, I don't have the energy. And I went... Oh shit! Yeah. She's yeah. an active person. She's a normal, active. Yeah, person. and that's what this woman is. She's you know relatively young, healthy, active. You know, yeah. goes to the gym and shit like that. So like, but that you have that. But then I also know of another person uh, in Ohio who had it, who had relatively mild symptoms. But it was it when mild symptoms compared to other people, uh, worse than influenza, like actual flu. Yeah. And for the record, folks, I know I know there's. Most of the people listen to the podcast, they know the fucking difference. When you say, Oh, I had a touch of the flu, you don't nobody gets a touch of the flu. You, you have it on your it is it is a respiratory disease. It's a respiratory virus. You if you pooped a lot, you probably ate greasy food. You didn't get the flu. You don't have a stomach flu. There's no such thing as a stomach flu. So COVID is always a respiratory thing, also, correct? Yeah. yeah Are all viruses respiratory no, then? Okay. No. Because hepatitis hepatitis isn't respiratory; oh, it affects okay. your liver. Yeah. No, HIV affects your immune system. These virus things, little fuckers. They're fucking super small, pain in the ass. Right. Come from China, like little machines, <laughs> like little. They are like little machines. They're like little infiltrating machines. Yeah, they're not like a amoeba or something or a flatworm. 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 <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, they're uh, looking like little machines, like a little. Like a Nerf, like someone would make them in a factory. Look at those little fuckers. Did you ever watch X Files like early on? Yes, in the nineties. I didn't. It didn't. I wasn't one of those can't miss an episode kind of person, but I did. Did you ever watch the? Because they, you know, they had they had two different types of shows, right? Two mm-hmm. different types of episodes. You had the part of the canon that was like the like the long form story over the course of like eight seasons or whatever, like mm-hmm. from you know that whole story arc, and then broken up throughout there was the what they call Monster of the Week. And it was just like it was just like a little 
one episode, one off. You don't have to watch them in any order. You can just watch them. There was one, it was a dude who was, uh, it came from uh, Russia. He was in a Russian, like, ship, like, but in the sewer, like, the sewer tank, like, the septic tank on the ship. Okay. And what it was was some guy who fell in there, and they just, nobody found him. And because it was from Russia, and it was like an old, old like that they come to find out that this this cargo ship was riddled with radiation from Uh-oh. like hauling so radioactive material. Poop and, shit. and radiation. Oh, here we go. It's poop and radiation, and a dude, and the guy, <laughs> the guy turned into he could flatten himself out and get through different fucking spaces, and he was like a human <laughs> flatworm, <laughs> and he would he would like feed on people's organs and shit. Wow. So anytime anybody mentions a flatworm, I remember two things. Okay, two things. One, Mr. Wick from uh, seventh grade. Seventh grade? Yeah, seventh grade uh, uh, biology or science or whatever. uh, Who's also, do you remember a handful of years ago? I was like, holy shit, Mr. Wick's on Wheel of Fortune. He was one of my science teachers from Ohio that was on Wheel of Fortune. And fucking, I was like super excited because he won. Oh, he did? Yeah, he's one of the best. He, he He was one of those people I say. Like I had teachers and I had a bunch of teachers, but very few educators. He was an educator. Nice. Anyway, Mr. Wick, I remember Mr. Wick talking about flatworms and how you can slice them down the middle. You can do this. You can do that. that, that, that and it'll just keep reproducing. Yeah. They just clone themselves. It's like weird. Like a starfish kind of does, does their thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then the X-Files episode, I'm like, oof, that's all I can think of. Is that weird guy who's like a cross between poop, a flatworm, and a dude. Yeah. All because of Chernobyl. It's not good. <laughs> not good, man. Not good. Why'd you bring up flatworms? Oh, uh, I don't even remember. Parasites. Uh, I don't know how to do with the virus. I don't really know. Have they decided if this is a man-made thing or not? What's the deal on this? Oh one? God, Gaines, stop asking questions like that. <laughs> do, do you know? You don't know, do you? No, I don't know. <laughs> I presume, presumably, I know that nature is far more terrifying than anything man has ever created. I had a episode. It was Al that dive dived, bombed me, dove bombed me. Divin bombed me. Remember an owl? I told you about an owl. Oh, owl. Yeah. They said owl. Yeah. No. Like owl. Like yeah. like your your rocket scientist friend owl. No, owl. Yeah, that's owl. Oh, owl. The Sorry. owl. Did did you hear about this, Kevin? No. This is fucking terrifying. So, this so is I'm why I don't here. fucking. This is why I'm, I'm I, I I I respect owls, but they also scare the shit so out. So I'm of at me. the airport last night, and they have the fireworks show at 9 p.m. And I thought, huh, I wonder if I can uh, see the fire because it's you know it's not real close, but it's kind of around the corner and over a ridge, maybe slightly or well, something. Well, it's kind of it's downhill from here, so right. So it's you can kind of look so, down into. I know it. they launch them pretty high. I thought I'll just see if I can see them. So I I drove out a little bit. This is airport property, but I drove out. And certainly I can see them there. So let me turn everything off, turn the lights off, and I'll I'll just lean against the front of the truck while I'm watching. You can hear them off in the background a little bit, you know, boom, boom, boom. Kind of cool. It's kind of neat. And it wasn't. And that's where you hear all these noises. You know, I, I recognize an owl noise or one of the owl noises. And uh, and they start talking to each other a little bit. They're sitting on top of airplanes. Do they screech back and forth? or is it A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And then there was some other, I wish I knew what they were, but some other really weird noises out there in the ground. I'm going, I have no idea. <laughs> What that is. I wish I was with a, some kind of a biologist desert person. Or just a black. You need one of those uh, high-intensity uh, LED black lights. Right. The and ones I, you can f- hyper-focus, you know, toward. Right. And I'm thinking that's a weird noise, but it's not getting any closer. And that's and then the owls were getting a little bit closer. The noises over there, I'm going, yeah, they, they're not liking me being here because I'm fucking up their hunting night. I know that's what it is because they're, they're out there. Hunt, they hunt at night. <laughs> that's what he told me. He was like, I think I'm scaring off all the rodents and these owls are getting restless. Yeah. And I'm like, I wouldn't be out there. So, so I'm. Yep. 
I'm uh, looking at the fireworks and kind of looking around a little bit. Not really, but then there's this big airplane over here. I'm kind of looking up at it, and then I see something up here above me, and it's a big fucking owl kind of circling around, then stops and hovering, and then it came kind of swooping down. I don't know how close. It seemed like it was pretty close, but close enough to where it got my attention. Well, that fuck it, I'm going to be in the truck. Yeah. So I'm not going to be hanging out out here. Like out there, I know you mentioned last night or early this morning, or yeah, it was last night. I was like, look. I, I'm not, they don't terrify me. They don't scare me. I'm higher on the food chain. Not in that instance. I think, I feel like you're not But but, it, but as we all know, there, most people should know, they don't, they don't make any noise. And I'm telling you, it was dead fucking silent. Yeah. This thing is flapping around, going around. You cannot hear a damn thing. That's what, I nothing. Think that's the thing. One of the things that really just kind of freaks me out about them is like anything that moves in a way that seems unnatural to me, freaks me out. Yeah. Same with snakes. Now, this is also something you text me that night. Like one of the like I was working with one of those coworkers that I really like. And we've been friends for like ten years, Sandy, and I told her about it. And she, anytime you say something goofy, she fucking hears about it because she just thinks it's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I uh, was like, uh, Paul got dive bombed by a fucking owl, and she's like, Yeah, how do you feel about that? I'm like, My palms are a little sweaty. <laughs> so, and then we started talking about phobias, and the definition of a phobia is an irrational fear of something. Mm-hmm. I don't have any irrational fears. Okay, like it's justifiable. You're saying, well, it's justifiable, justifiable because prior to an experience, I didn't have that fear, and then I had something happen, and then it's there, and I just can't control it. So I was like uh, eight, maybe ten, and I was like right when I right when I first moved back to Ohio, I was playing around the woods, and well, I got a spider bite. Woke up in the morning, I was like, ah, oh, it itches or whatever. So I just washed off, and then I showed my mom, and it was like. It, this little spider bite overnight turned into like this big, nasty fucking thing. Whoa. And I have a scar on the back of my leg, and it's, it was a brown recluse bite. Luckily, they were Whoa. like, I was young enough and healthy enough, they cut it out. Yeah. I could have lost my fucking leg or died. Yeah. Okay. It's I don't amazing like, those little fuckers have that much fucking it's toxicity. It's so strange how, how it works. Yeah. It's really, really odd. So, um, so. I don't, I mean, I don't get fucking, I don't start hyperventilating and fucking freak out when I see spiders, but I don't like them. Right. I don't like them because I know how fucking painful it is and how long the recovery well, is, and it, I see what they fucking do to people. So, like, I just don't like spiders. It's weird how critters change out here on an annual basis. Like, for example, this year, there's not a lot of black widows. I've, had, I've killed, like, one or two. That's it. But some years, there's a lot, and they're not this year. And we have this year, we have crickets. All over the place, and which is funny because I don't wish, have crickets. It's been a couple of years since we've had a cricket on the show, and like I was kind of hoping that cricket would come over here and hang out. And I'm like, fuck it, I, I, <laughs> that cricket thing. Just I tried the first time around that happened. It was just super loud. It was like right here, and I'm like, I wonder if I can edit that out. And then I started thinking, why? I remember it was. They're good luck. It was pretty They're obvious. Good. It was yeah. It was it was on the show. Chirp right? chirp chirp chirp. Yeah. It was like yeah. How do you what do you think about the like an exit plan for fucking like the Middle East? Oh chirp 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 chirp. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work, buddy. Like Jiminy, you know. So they have uh, anyway. So like they, I was gonna say they have a lot of. We also have had a lot of rodents around here. And we don't now because it, probably these owls are doing their job. Right. Or they don't have a, the rodents don't have things to eat, so there's not could, a lot of rodents. Could be, but so there's so. Got the nasty spider bite, right? Okay. It freaked me out. I still have like a, a even though the scar's almost gone now, 30 years later, uh, it's still, I don't have feeling in this one, like, I don't know, spot. It's like the, I don't know, like the size of like a candy bar. Where like is it? one spot in the back of my leg, okay. my left, my left leg. Your, like just below your where the calf. calf. Yeah, kind of okay. like below the calf. All right. But then like spiders move weird. 
I don't like the way spiders move. That shit just freaks me out looking at it. But also, snakes. I used to play with snakes. I had friends that had pet snakes, and I would play with them, let them crawl around. And then I was like 12, and I've told you about this and probably said this on the podcast before. I was canoeing with my brother, uh, Eli, and he was right up in front of uh, the canoe. And uh, there was a like, low-hanging branch on the river. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't pay attention. And as we we're canoeing past it, my brother kind of puts his hand on the branch, kind of shakes it like you do when you're cruising past. And a snake, Did ca- he- a cottonmouth slid. He didn't see the snake. Oh, okay. He didn't see the snake until after I beat it to death with a, a paddle. Yeah. The snake, not my brother. Uh, it slithered off of that branch and dropped just broom, like into a clump. It's three and a half, four foot long black yeah. cottonmouth. And... Uh, Water moccasin for some of you people is what they call it. Same, I have same a story thing. with those. Yeah. And I saw that and knew exactly what it was and just beat the shit out of it. Blood fucking everywhere. Just like pulverized fucking change snake. your idea of snakes forever. That combined with what happened a couple hours later is we pulled off this little uh, like gravel bar to camp and, you know, make camp and all that. Where's so it? Like, Ohio? This is in Ohio. Okay. On the Miami River in between Troy and, and uh, 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 Tip City. For those of you that know that are listening, uh, they and so uh, I'm we make camp. I go out and and this is a place in the river where it just kind of drops off and it's real deep but narrow, mm-hmm. so it's real easy to swim and like strong current and kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel something on my elbow. I thought it was a stick, and I look around. It's another fucking cottonmouth. And I fucking <laughs> got out of the I got out of the water. And I was like, "Fuck this!" It was like two hours after I just beat the shit out of his brother. <laughs> Like he's probably come back for vengeance. He's like, oh god, fuck. Yeah, that'd be a little disconcerting. So that's and that's why, like, I I just really fucking I I can if a, if there's a snake in the house or if there's a snake like near me, I know what to do, and I can fucking I can nut up and I can take care of business. But I don't fucking like to, and I might it might make me fucking throw up later on. That fucking happened to me one time when there was uh, that house I lived in, Wallach Ranch, uh, right after I moved in. And I even called Tim's. Tim's. Tim's gonna hear this in passing because he's gonna hear Katie listening to us, and he'll fucking die laughing because I called him because I'm not a desert rat, man. I don't know shit about desert snakes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen one out in the wild. I've only seen them when they invaded my space in 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 the house. Kind of the same here. I've had. I've only had. A, I have a handful of uh, what are the big big ones around? Not the rattlesnakes, but the other. Good ones, you know. There's uh, the gar- gar- king snakes, king, or no, garter snake, also, or no, 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 uh, black snakes, gopher snake, gopher or something snake, like, maybe gopher, something like that. Again, yeah. I don't know shit about it. Like you think they slithered in here when their doors are open? Go, oh look, here's oh, a big old gopher snake. That cool. fucking guy looking for probably just looking to cool off. Probably, uh, yeah. Like I don't know shit about desert snakes, and this was ten years ago, and we had just moved into this house. Just I was the first one to spend the night in that house. It was a house that that Bo remodeled. Bo was off. Living somewhere else, Tim hadn't moved in yet, so uh, I'm sitting there in my recliner watching TV on this big screen. You know, looking at the house, it's fucking the nicest place I've ever lived in. It's got central air. It's got fucking all the things that I didn't ha- ever have, like central air and a garage <laughs> <laughs> and a kitchen that's not uh, a uh, not a plate that, of yeah. heating, heating <laughs> hot, hot fucking plate. hot plate. It had a garbage disposal. Holy shit! Yeah. Anyway, you moving on up. <laughs> to the east side it was great <laughs> so then uh, I'm sitting there watching TV and I see movement out of the corner of my eye which is normal because I did acid so every once in a while I see that shit sure. and I look over and there's a fucking snake moving very slowly because it's brand new tile floor and he can't really get grip and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea 
Like I flipped the fuck out, fell down, slid across that brand new tile, like into the kitchen. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? So, like, I couldn't find anything to get, like, because I just moved into this house. I don't know the lay of the land. We're not even completely moved in. This is what I find. A mop. Okay. Because I mopped everything. After we moved and everything, there's footprints and shit everywhere. I swept and mopped the place. And then I was just sitting there. So, I had this wet, kind of heavy mop sitting by the back door or the door into the uh, the garage. And I go over and grab it. And I fucking beat the shit out of that snake with a mop. <laughs> Why? Look, man, I don't fucking know. I don't know enough about. I don't. All I know is that there's a ton of venomous snakes around here, and there's like, I guess the Mojave Green is aggressive, and it'll fucking. Chase but you should you. be able to tell a rattler from a non-rattler. Not in the dark at ten o'clock at night in a new place that I've never lived in. I've never even so, spent a fucking night there. So before. I'm really lucky because I'm Tim, barefoot. Tim Gerlach is a snake person, uh. and he's been out here for a long time. And he used to hunt. I say hunt, but he'd go out and catch them and release them. He wouldn't like hunt and kill them. Yeah, but he knows all the snakes around here. So anytime one comes slithering in the property, I take a picture of him and go, "Hey, can I handle this one?" And some he'll know exactly what they are. And he'll go, yeah, on a scale of one to zero, aggressive-wise, it's a one or a zero. It won't, even, oh, okay. it won't even try to bite you. But occasionally, it'll be one that goes, yeah, some of those are kind of, a, it'll hurt a little bit, but they don't, you're not, if it's not a it's rattler. It's not venomous, it's yeah. just, yeah. So just kind of act like you know what you're doing and, and, and don't freak out, and it won't freak out with you. So I've done all of that, you know, to get them out of here, because I don't want them just hanging out in the office or something. Uh, that, that would not be, not, not be cool. Right. So that's that's been interesting, because when I was younger, probably like you, their snakes were fun. You'd go catch them and you would go play with them and that kind of stuff. And that, then there's a huge gap when you're driving cars and Wait. chasing girls and <laughs> drinking beer and you're not chasing snakes around. There's a huge gap where you're not chasing snakes, you're chasing tail. Exactly. That's fucking funny. That It's true, though. It you're is. right. You're and right. then you see a big snake as an adult and you go, ah! <laughs> and then you don't know what to do. Well, the thing so. is, is that like, uh, the only time I ever felt threatened, and poor Portia, she probably doesn't remember this, the only time I ever felt threatened is because I didn't know exactly what it was. And I just know if you don't know what a mushroom, if you don't know what the mushroom is, don't fucking eat it because you could die. Right. If you don't know how to handle yourself in this situation, defuse the situation because somebody might kill you in a fight. Because they may be a lot so, more crazy than you. Exactly. You know. So, like, in those situations, if I don't know what the snake is, like, I do know I can identify um, uh, constrictors versus vipers and, and whatnot. I can, I, can, I can identify that to know, ooh, this is potentially a fucking deadly snake. Or... I can take care of the snake, no problem. We're going to eat it tonight, and I'll mm-hmm. make a belt out of them later. Right. Uh, I've had rattlesnake in Texas. I've had, I have. I've, I've actually eaten rattlesnake at a place. <laughs> there's a place in Covington, Ohio, mm-hmm. called Buffalo Jacks. Actually, Kevin, would you mind bringing up Buffalo Jacks menu because I think it's fucking impressive on the menu. Buffalo Jacks, Covington, Ohio. So uh, you've got. Oh, so there was one time where there was a snake in uh, the house that um, uh, Portia's mom and I lived in, and let me look at the menu. We, uh, uh, yeah, of course they don't have a website because it's fucking. It's anyway. Uh, there was a snake in the house. It was a little tiny green snake with a red fucking stripe. line on, like red stripes, a red racer, I guess, which is sure. Harmless, rather but it, harmless, yeah. Like it's, a, but like it, but it kept it. I couldn't get it out of the house because where I found it was like in the bathroom in the center of the house, right? So I'm like, fuck, what am I gonna do with this thing? So then I'm like, ah, fuck this. I, I can fucking get past this. So I grabbed it by the tail 
And I remember watching some TV show or some shit where like you can stun a steak if you just grab if you pick it up by the tail and then just whip it real quick. <laughs> well, well, you 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 don't you're not trying to hurt it. You right. just stun it because what you do is you you send a bunch of blood to its to brain head. and it makes them kind of docile for like 15 seconds. So you can just kind of okay. toss them out because I didn't I don't. I don't want to ever kill something unless I'm going to eat it. That's just one of those weird things that I have. Right. Even when it comes to bugs, like I, I feel like if I kill a fly, I don't feel that bad. But I still feel bad because I just killed. I, a, I feel I guilty killed for killing black widow spiders in the hangar, but I, I don't want them around. They don't serve a fucking purpose. Because if if an employee, if I someone grabs a broom or does something and it's, it's and right there, bit. no, that's get true. Bit, we got a fucking yeah, problem. Exactly. Exactly. So I grabbed this snake and just whipped it. And he went kind of docile, and I threw him out in the, out in the road, and, yeah. or not out in the road, but out in the yard. And then uh, I watched him. Like, oh fuck, did I kill him? And within probably thirty seconds, he was like, mm, and then he fucking took took off. So like, okay. I'm so not my, af- I'm not afraid to take care of business if I absolutely have to. My water moccasin cottonmouth story is real uh, quick oh, before yeah, we yeah. get into that. I want to see if they have the actual menu up there. You see it, Kev? Oh, look at those. Okay. It's a nice menu so far. They have buffalo. Well, God damn it. They don't have snake anymore. Is that what we're looking for, Joe? Is rattlesnake? Yeah, they have rattlesnake and uh, gator and buffalo and all sorts of shit. Like they had also raccoon. I ate raccoon there one time. Like they fucking had all sorts of weird. God damn it. That they weenied out. Everything now. fucking sucks now. <laughs> Including this menu. It's <laughs> just not going to please me. This sucks. American Game of Buffalo, Rattlesnake, Gator, also favorites such as barbecue, ribs. Well, oh, yeah, the other. Uh, they have walleye. Oh. Wait, oh. Man, wait, wait, what happened to the menu? You fucking, saw it up there. What's, I don't what's know. I, I, I fucking, I don't know. I don't, okay. now, I'm, now I'm upset. All right, I'm going to so, have to find uh, out. But anyway, okay, let's, let's hear about your cottonmouth story. I was in Texas. I was probably 10 or 12 years old, and I was with, I think my sister was there, and my father... And we're on one of his friends, maybe he was a pilot also, had like a small ranch or something in the middle of kind of nowhere. It was close enough to Dallas Fort, but it was out, you know, I don't know, 20, 30, 50 acres. I don't know, and a few small ponds out there where they had have bass and, 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 uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, Oh, stocked ponds, yeah, like uh, yeah. almost like pay lakes, but like yeah. like private. But there are also lake. these mesquite trees. Like Texas has mesquite yeah. trees and that kind of shit. And I remember, and the guy goes, "All right, check this out. The sun's kind of going down." But he goes, "I'm going to drive up closer to this uh, lake with this big mesquite tree in it, and just just keep watching it." So we're watching it. We're driving up. We're not that close, but something comes out and kind of falls. I couldn't quite tell what it was. So we weren't that close to it. Another one, another one, and then we get closer, and boom, boom! It's raining. Effectively, cotton mouse, water moccasins. I, I don't mean two or three or five. I don't know. I can't remember how many came out of this fucking tree. It was frightening as hell. I'm going, holy shit. You are the worst. You are it's terrible. You gave me nightmare fuel for months. I, I'll never forget. But living in Texas, you'll see these things. As a kid, we'd go exploring on creeks. Creeks. Creeks, creeks and stuff. Down the creek. See the, oh, wait. There we go. They have. This is the OG menu. Okay. So let's see. Do you recognize Gators. the looks of that menu? Fuck yeah. No, I know that menu. I've ordered That's off kind that, of a cool looking menu. that physical menu. Yeah. Uh, I forgot that they have all those. Did you see those blended sausages up there? The, it says one game sausage, two game, three game, four game. Like, and then they have the different sausage like platters that you can order. I guess and, they don't do this anymore game. though, do they? No, they, I like... guarantee you they do. 
Oh. The antelope, buffalo, elk, venison, wild boar. Yeah. Is this, and and is elk. That a, that's the that's the one thing I like. I, I've never had their elk. I'd be interested to try elk that somebody had to import from. Is snake up there? Ohio, but I think like I feel like I think uh, somebody told. I think maybe it was Charlie told me. Somebody told me that. Uh, or maybe you know Kevin because you lived in Tennessee. Uh, they imported Arizona elk to Tennessee. Did you ever hear anything about that? Like, I think it was Charlie. And they're now they're now wild out there. Well, the Williams area, like the herds that are up there, are like some of the most healthy uh, elk herds in the world. Yeah. So they took a bunch of like breeding males and females out there, uh, out to Tennessee, and just kind of turned them loose in, I don't know, like a park. I I have no idea. I just remember hearing about this, and it was recently. And I, I I honestly, so now they're out there, and now they're out there, and they're spreading like crazy because of conservation, which is cool as fuck. Do you think elk elk were out there years ago? No, they were. Yeah, they were native to that area. They just fucking got annihilated. Buffalo chips. Yeah, (laughs) ew, that's gross. What? Those are testicles. Those, oh, oh, they have okay. the thin slice. Yeah, you know what? That's something I've never, I've actually never had. I'd love Neither to take have you. I. I've never had uh, mountain oysters, as they say. I've had, know. I've had Rocky Mountain oysters, and uh, oh, I'm so gross. Okay, do you know what an oyster stout is? Have you ever heard that style? It's a very weird niche style beer. So it's yeah, it's a beer okay. that has oyster, like oyster juice added to it. Regular oyster juice. Sounds it's, tasty. it's an English thing. It's like kind of salty and okay. you know, a little unctuous and it's actually I've had like a commercial version of it. It's actually pretty good. Sounds but it good. was meant it was more like kind of a beer cocktail. Okay. Right? Wait, what do we got now? Oh, there they are. The no. sliced the sliced testicles. No, this is oyster stout from who? Oh, wait, what does that Is do? it it's not Wincoops, is it? I don't know what that thing is then. Okay, right. so it's oyster stout is a real style of beer. Okay. Well, Wincoops, uh, Wincoop Brewing out of uh, Denver, downtown Denver. One of the first, actually, Wincoops might have been the first microbrewery in Colorado, like post-prohibition. Mm-hmm. So Wincoops has Rocky Mountain oyster stout. Wow. And if, okay. As far as That's I, funny. as far as I know, you can only get it on tap at Hen House. Oh, Hen! I've had beer from Hen House. They're in Petaluma. Yeah, they're uh, they're right around the corner from. Um, Da, 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 Lagunitas. They're like the better brewery in that place. Um, anyway, there's a there's a Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout made by uh, Wincoops, which is downtown Denver. And how do they? I, do they they blend up Rocky Mountain oysters. Seriously, <laughs> which is, which is, it was a cow testicles, right? Yes, yeah, or not well, cow, cow testicles. Cow, Beef, steer, beef, steer, steer testicles. Sorry, yeah. Uh, and it's in the beer, and then you're it's garnished with a pickled one, <laughs> like just like on the rim. <laughs> so wh- years ago, when me and the ex girlfriend went up to Denver, I said, "There's one place that I have to visit. Okay, we have to go to is Wincoops because I've always wanted to go here." It was also the same year that uh, a dear friend of mine, um, Vicky, she was like everybody's grandma at mm-hmm. my work at the hospital, and she remembered everyone's birthday and what you liked and. Um, we always would, I would always put into work on, um, Sundays with her so we could listen to the new Prairie Home Companion. Mm-hmm. That's how wholesome, cause she's from Minnesota. She's an older lady, right. but she passed that year and her partner and I, I were talking about, it, she goes, are you going to Denver with, with your girlfriend? I said, yeah. And she goes, you should go to Wincoops because we went there and she fell in love with their wheat beer. And that was the first time I ever saw Vicky drunk. And we were together 10 years before that. Wow. I'm like, cool. Let's do it. Yeah, there it is. Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout, Wincoop. Oh, they were. Oh, it's releasing cans. Oh, 
Because at back in the day, it was only on tap. You Does that mean only it's going to have a brewery. ball in the can? I don't know if there's going to be a ball in the can or not. But <laughs> kind of like one of those uh, one of those other uh, uh, widgets in the uh... yeah, like the in the Guinness and, and whatnot. <laughs> so anyway, we we go to the brewery, which is a cool place, and they have like a big barrel program. Kind of like this is seven eight years ago before barrel programs were like a big deal, and uh, get up to like get to the, go through like the little tour, and then we sit down at the bar. And they're like, all right, well, uh, you've been through the tour. What would you guys like? And I was like, I'm going to have a pint of the Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout. And they're like, you're coming out of the gate kind of hot, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to try it. I've had Rocky Mountain Oysters. And I've had Oyster Stout, and this is what I'm fucking here for. Yeah. And he's like, right on, man. And he poured me one, gave me the little garnish, and like went over and washed his hands after he put the, <laughs> you know, the, the ball on there that like t- a little t- slice t- on the ball and it would get, sit on the rim yes oh, yeah it was like slice like three quarters of the way through like Did a garnish all like, like you have to kind of hold your package oh fuck no just... I didn't give a shit you know <laughs> and I asked him I'm like how am I supposed to eat this and he's like some people bite into half of it drink the drink half the beer and then the last half of it they'll eat it one more time I'm like cool so I'll do that so good mm-hmm. salty really fucking good just really good and, and, and tomato stuff. texture bothers you but you eat a ball yeah, I guess I'll just gargle balls all day long. <laughs> it's crazy to me that they're canning it, and I'm so happy about that. That is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that, I had to go to that place in Denver, and then there was another. <laughs> there's another little tiny brewery um, called. Uh, wait, did you go back one page, Kevin? Will you? Nah, it was a, it was like a whole. No, look at those big testicles. Now I saw. I thought I saw Great Lakes. Yeah, there's one. Uh, no, I saw Great Lakes brewing up there, and I was kind of wondering if they had a oyster stout. I had uh, any, uh, anyway. I had a neighbor. I was about seven years old, and two doors down, I guess. Okay. We first moved to uh, Texas uh, from Atlanta. My father got his job with Delta, and he was based out of Dallas area. So, but he was grilling up. This friend of mine had a grill out of his front yard near his porch area, and I just saw him grill, and I just kind of walked over. It was probably a Saturday or something like that, and he was. This big old fucking snake on his grill was a big rattlesnake yeah. from Texas. And uh, and I had some. I was seven or eight. I was, whatever he goes, I said, what does it taste like? You, you know the answer. Here Chicken. it comes. And that, that's when the first time I heard anything like that. I went, okay. And they were like little sort of uh, segments or something and yeah. little little discs, if I recall. Yeah, because like the, the way something. you, it depends on how you gut them. Because I've gutted a couple snakes in my life, like maybe three that were mm-hmm. caught and already killed when I showed up. and. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, let me try this shit. It's like a really long fish, kind of. But kind not, of, kind of. Yeah. It's yeah, it's 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 really weird. Um, but yeah, the some snakes you can just you kind of pull the spine out from the meat, and then you can at once you once you have taken the skin off, taken the guts out, cut the head and the tail off, and what you're left is with just basically just straight vertebrae like a spine. Yeah, you can some of them you can pull the pin bones out like is what you would call them like, like a, a salmon like a fish, like, yeah. like fish you can pull pull the pin bones out and then you slice them up and then you have these little round like discs mm-hmm. uh but some of them like i've eaten i ate snake one time where you just grabbed like the top of the vertebrae which i can't remember what that little nub is called you grab that and you just put it in your mouth mm-hmm. and pull it out and then you have the bone all as one piece, like that one piece of vertebra and, and everything, and the ribs, because there's ribs on there. I remember just hanging out there, standing around his grill and having a number of pieces of this, and he was like, it was like no big deal, and he was like, he's probably 18, 17, 16, oh, he's in high school, yeah. and I was seven years old or whatever, and sat around eating rattlesnake with this dude. That's, uh... I don't think he molested me or anything afterwards, I don't <laughs> think. 
You have too many of those stories, man. Like, I don't think he molested me, but I've repressed other things, so maybe. I don't remember what happened after the snake. So I love that Great Lakes Brewing Company out of Cleveland, Ohio, which I've been to. They have an oyster stout. Imperial oyster stout. So you're going to drink it and get fucking... Ha- oh, it's 11%? Yeah. Wow. Fucking okay. You know what sucks, though? Like, I don't shit on breweries. I just don't. It's just not cool. Are you going to shit on one now? Great Lakes was really disappointing. Why? I went to, uh, my brother and I drove up from Columbus to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which we had both always wanted to go to. I've been there. Uh, it's fucking phenomenal. One of the coolest places I've ever been to. So much just deep shit. Just oh, yeah. really neat stuff. I remember Janis Joplin's Porsche. Yes. Remember that. I like that. I like that. And I like that they have one exhibit that just changes. It's like one, like a half of one floor just changes. Like when I was there, it was a bunch of Elvis shit, but... Uh, Your favorite. Yeah, I just really... I, I mean, I know lots of people love that shit, but I just don't... It just didn't grab me. Um, But, uh, at, like, a month after my brother and I were there a couple of years ago, that exhibit changed, and it was all John Lennon shit. Like, it had the piano that he wrote Imagine and a bunch of other fucking shit. Like, it's just a bunch of other John Lennon shit. And I'm like, really? Couldn't have timed this better. But anyway, so afterward, the plan was, I said, listen, Eli, I really want to go to Great Lakes. I've always wanted to visit this brewery. Like, I've been drinking their beers for so long. Um, So you like the beer, obviously. The beer's phenomenal. But when you, you know, usually when you visit a brewery that you've um, been drinking, like, their flagship beers, like the shit that they, not shit, but the beers that they make every, like, all the time. uh, Okay. You go to the brewery and you expect, like, maybe they're going to have some weird, like, aged this or... Uh, barrel aged, whatever, or like just special one-off things that you just something that they don't put in kegs, they don't put in cans or bottles, like something special you can only get at the brewery. And they didn't have any of that. Hmm. I asked for a bunch of shit, and they're like, "No, we don't have that. We have these six on tap." And I'm like, "The." So what you're saying they don't change it up? That's just their menu. No, they didn't have any of that stuff. Now, granted, maybe I just would have got there in a like it it could have been a fluke, but this was mid December. Like there's prime time for a lot of people. Winter, yes, yeah. you'd think that they would have had some, some sort of heavier shit. things. Even like a Christmas beer, they didn't have that, and I'm like, oh, I was just kind of disappointed. But the food, holy shit, the food was so good. Like just blown away by how good the food was. It was hmm. the, it was probably the best brewery food food I've ever had in my entire life. That's how good it was. Wow. But it was still a huge disappointment to because I even like. Try to like sweet talk through. I'm like, listen, I work in the industry. I've been li- I've been like drinking your guys' beer for like 15 years. You're like, I know I you got something back there. Is there? Do you have anything like little one off bottles or something like that? And she's like, well, there's a bottle shop around the corner if you <laughs> wanted to buy. It. I'm like, you don't have really. What about tours? And she's like, we don't do tours of our production facility. And I'm like, it's just like disappointed at, at all. Wow, the whole except thing. the food. Yeah. You know, so it's more of a restaurant was, that happens I, to have a few beers. Yeah, you know, I was kind of bummed about it, but I'm fucking whatever. You know where we went to right after that, though? Uh, like the Warp Wing. Not even, f- no, that's oh. the, the three hours away. Okay. What are you talking about, Paul? I don't, I don't know. Learn geography. I don't pilot. know Ohio. <laughs> anyway, no, we went to the uh, 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 Christmas Story house. Oh. There was, it's filmed like the, that, the exteriors, the interiors, like everything. It's all filmed like... Not even a mile from they give tours from downtown. Just, yeah, uh, they have they have tours, but we just drove through just because my brother and I were like pressed for time, kind of, and it was like a two and a half hour drive back to Columbus. But it was cool as shit to see the the, the Christmas story house with the big fucking lamp in the front window and like the leg lamp, and then they had a giant inflatable version of the kid. Remember in like the bunny suit? Yes. 
It's a giant inflatable version of that in front of the house. It's kind of cool. Amazing. Cleveland's a cool town. People shit on Cleveland, but it's fucking cool. I went to a couple cool restaurants there when we uh, after the uh, the uh, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was a flight attendant I was dating, Delta flight attendant. We flew up there, and she was on a trip, and she had a Cleveland layover. She goes, hey, you want to fly up and lay over with me? And I said, sure. We'll go, ah, we'll go lay over with me. Damn right. And we'll do a you know we'll do the museum. All right, cool. I'm in. So that was kind of cool. That was fun. When she said the museum, right? That's funny. Yeah, look at that. The, the house looks exactly the same. Oh, there it is. There's a shot of the, the giant inflatable the big, yeah. fucking. <laughs> it was cool as shit. And it was wintertime, too. You know, it was like uh, mid-December or whatever. Kind of like fucking... that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm about done. How are you feeling? You want anything else? I got nothing else. I'm out. Kevin, Kevin, you've been pretty quiet. You doing good? Good. All right. Man, a few words. <laughs> All action. All right, folks. Well, that's it for us this week. Y'all have a good night. Uh, uh, yes, good night.